welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday. It is March 11th. It's 2020, and we have six basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will, Chief Justice of Six. How are you doing, my friend? Doing, doing good, man. Doing good. It's another day. I uh, thought I might have had a chance for you know some single-entry takedowns on FanDuel, but Julius Randle has crushed all my hopes and dreams in that department, along with... Uh, none other than Mr. Andre Drummond, so should profit today, but but no major takedowns. In other news, we didn't get to talk about this before the uh, pod. I actually wrote the NBA a letter today. I've got I'm sitting on this great idea for a new playoff format, so I'm going to see if they're going to respond, and uh, they maybe they won't. But Adam Silver, if you happen to be listening to the best morning podcast out there for NBA, then. Give me a call. I sent you, sent you guys a, an email today. So we'll see how it goes. I like it. I like it. Um, I sent DraftKings a lot of emails today. They, they <laughs> messed up They messed up the NASCAR scoring. cost me a lot of money um, this past weekend. So I sent them a lot of emails. Does that count as something? Hey, listen, it's very impactful, I think, when it comes to your bottom line. So I, I, that counts for something for sure. Listen, yeah, I, I want – you know, they said they said they fixed everything and sent me six dollars and fifty seven cents, and I sent them screenshots of how like it added up to like eight hundred dollars in cash. Is like, yeah, you're you're a little off on your numbers, so uh, can't wait right. to hear back from them. I'm sure they were super excited that I was sending them a bunch of emails today. But um, hey, we move on to basketball. We got a, We got a nice little six game slate here. Um, uh, again, I love the six to eight game slates. These are these are my favorite. Um, so ready to get started on this one. You know, we got the single entry series going on over there on FanDuel. Twenty five dollar entry this week. So if you like single entry stuff, if you're trying to get better at single entry stuff, make sure you're checking that out. Also, we got uh, premium rocking and rolling. NBA has been fantastic this season with premium. Uh, ton of great stuff. You know, expert survey, salary tags, core tags. You know, I, I highlighted my two things that I do the most first. Yes, I did. Um, but projections has been absolutely outstanding this season. So the good thing about core premium, it's thirty nine ninety nine a month. Uh, you get all the sports, um, all the core sports. I shouldn't say all the sports because – you know, you don't get NASCAR and MMA, but you get NBA. MLB is coming up. You get NHL, you get PGA, XFL. So, like, you're getting your main sports outside of, like, MMA and NASCAR. So, $39.99 monthly, access to lineup HQ, you know, all kinds of great stuff. So, make sure you're checking out Roto-Grinders Premium. Right now is the best time to take advantage of it, too, because you can finish out, like, NBA season and – you know, roll right into baseball season. So a ton of stuff going on here um, at Rotor Grinders. So make sure you're checking it out. Well, let's jump into this slate. Uh, we get started here. Detroit at Philly, no total in this game. Uh, that's a theme today, just so you guys know. Um, <laughs> Brown, Bruce Brown Jr., questionable. Henson out, Blake out, Kennard out, Rose out. Um, on the Detroit side, on the Philly side, Embiid is questionable. Simmons is out. Uh, let's start here with uh, Detroit. You know, obviously, I think a lot of this is going to depend on whether Bruce Brown Jr. plays or not. You know, that's how you know that it's March NBA. Um, <laughs> if Bruce Brown Jr. were to sit here 
Brandon Knight, I know it's a tough matchup, but Brandon Knight would probably play over 30 minutes. Um, him and Jordan McRae become very interesting if Bruce Brown Jr. ends up sitting here. Uh, what's your thoughts on Detroit? Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I, I, you know, I've got a couple, and I do mean a couple. I think I've got two games that I'm going to seriously try to attack on this slate, and they won't be secrets if you just pull the slate up. But, you know, you'll need some value to mix in, and I'm with you, I think, if uh, Bruce Brown says that you will get some Brandon Knight and Jordan McRae valued. And the good thing about value on this team is because of the lack of bodies, they're going to play no matter what. Uh, it won't matter if they're down 30 points. They should still be in the game. So uh, very interested in, in playing some of these guys. Um, Thon Maker at 3,100, believe it or not, I, I think he's a good value play today. I'm, I'm sure he'll play, you know, at least 25 minutes. You know, at 3,100, I think he's fine. Uh, Christian Wood is going to continue to smash at, at 8,100. I'm not thrilled about the price, but I, I do think he's a good a good tournament play. Um, and then I mean, you know, you got Snell, you got Civy. Both of those guys are probably going to play uh, pretty good minutes as well, but um, kind of not on my radar. I think Knight and McCray, McCray mainly for his upside. I know he he possesses. Uh, is going to be on my value list along with Don Maker on DK. You know it's going to be a good day when, you know, we start the podcast off by talking about um, Brandon Knight and Jordan McRae. Um, <laughs> just the way that everyone expected the podcast to start today, um, I'm sure. But Henson outs, that's about 15 to 20 minutes a night. Um, so I don't mind the Thon Maker call because he was already kind of getting some extra run uh, minutes-wise, you know, the only issue, the only the only concern here, Will, that I have with Thonmaker is this game, I think, could go small. Um, it would be the only concern if Embiid sits. I could see this game going small, which I think would actually hurt Thonmaker here. Um, and, and, again, probably bump up some of these, like, guards and wings. Um, you know, Civvy, McRae, these guys. So, what I'm doing here is I'm looking for some value on the Detroit side. If Bruce Brown Jr. sits, I think that's going to open up some stuff for some extra minutes, and I'm willing to roll the dice on some of these guys. On the Philly side, obviously everything depends on um, Joel Embiid. He was available to practice, but he's not, like, completely cleared yet. Um, I don't know. Like, do we really think he's going to play here? Like, the 76ers, they're a game back on the Pacers – if they like want to move into that five seed, but the way the East is set up, like if you're in the top six seeds, you're that's likely who you're going to play. You're likely going to play Indiana, Boston, or Miami. Like the bucks are so far out in front, you know, the magic and the nets are fighting. Like who's not going to play the net, like who's not going to play the bucks. Um, and as a magic fan, to be honest, will I would rather play the Bucks than the Raptors? Um, I think we actually have a better <laughs> chance against the Bucks than we do against the Raptors. But um, that's just being an optimistic fan. Um, but yeah, for me, I don't know if they rush and beat back. Like at the end of the day, the playoff run is all that matters for Philly at this point, and they're kind of locked into that like five or six seed. And Miami and Boston, like that's likely who they're going to end up playing in the first round. So. I don't know if Embiid plays here. Um, if Embiid sits, you know, Tobias Harris, 8,500, he's super expensive. He does have a ceiling at this price, um, and we know Detroit's been pretty bad defensively. What are you looking at here on Philly? Man, th this, this honestly, this game has me in somewhat of a conundrum because I like Shake Milton. 
um, don't love Shake Milton. And I feel the same way about the price for Tobias. Um, I think everything does hinge on Drummond playing. If Drummond plays, I don't think I'll play anyone from Philly. Uh, if he's out, you know, I've just kind of been rolling out the three-headed monster of Harris, Horford, and Milton. However, these prices on DK are, uh, in my opinion, a little bit more restrictive than I would like for them to be. On FanDuel, I, I definitely still think you have profit potential. You've got Shake Milton under 6K. You've got Tobias at 75. You've got Al Horford at 69. So um, I'd much rather play these guys on FanDuel. I, I'm just not as interested on DK today. I mean, I wish Alec Burks was getting more minutes. Um, I think he would be fine, but they're just content on not giving him, um, you know, 20 minutes. And now that uh, Josh Richardson is back in the fold, my favorite play would probably be Josh Richardson just because of the price. I feel like he's the you know most fairly priced Philly, Philadelphia 76, and that all hinges on Embiid. So if Embiid's in, I'm not playing anyone. If he's out, I do think Josh Richardson, in my opinion, uh, is the best play on this team. Yeah, you know, so here I've been doing a lot of, like, research recently and, like um... – like over the last month stats because we've just had so many injuries, so many moves. And, you know, so quickly just to like point this out, uh, another reason that I kind of like Detroit in this game and I'm kind of hoping they go overlooked, you know, Philly on the season, they're six in defensive efficiency and 19th in pace over the last month. Well, they're, they're 25th in defensive efficiency and they're 26th in pace. So they've slowed down pace of play. And they're playing a lot worse defense. Um, and, you know, we're starting to see that, you know, be a, a huge factor here without Embiid and Simmons. So, again, that's one of the reasons I like Detroit. But it's also one of the reasons why I think this game could stay close if Embiid sits. So, I'm looking at Milton. I'm looking at Horford. I'm looking at Harris. Um, Richardson, I love Richardson. I love the price. Did not realize he was so cheap. Um, can clear He cleared concussion protocol. He missed the last three games. He is just way too cheap here if Embiid sits. So a bunch of different ways to attack this Philly team. And like I said, I think this game stays close. If Embiid sits, Mike Scott's been playing, you know, 30 to 35 minutes a night. So another guy you could potentially turn to here. So a lot of different ways to go. Like this game, definitely a game of targeting. Charlotte at Miami. Malik Monk is out. Um, no total in this game because Jimmy Butler's questionable. Tyler Hero's questionable. Kendrick Nunn is questionable. Myers Leonard's still out. Uh, let's start with your boys, the Charlotte Hornets here. I see you repping the Carolina Panther shirt. You know, stand on brand, Will. Um, <laughs> it's been a rough season, to say Ooh. the least, for, for Charlotte. Definitely a rebuilding year. Um, they've won too many games where they're probably not going to get a lottery pick now. Um, what's your thoughts on the Hornets? Well, my Just thoughts, in this so game, we, not the whole season. <laughs> oh, oh, great! Because I, I was about to go on a, a Charlotte Hornets Panthers rant. I was going to, I was going to see you, see you in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of off Charlotte almost for the rest of the year, outside of maybe Graham and, and, and maybe a little bit of Scary Terry. Um, you know, they, they're starting, starting to really mix it up. That you know, Bridges, his minutes have been cut recently. I mean, the past few games he's been on a steady decline um and I don't think that's going away uh, I think they're going to play the Martin twins they're going to play this McDaniels kid I you know Zeller's going to play a couple games and then um he's going to sit and Biombo's going to play and Hernan Gomez so they, they, they've just got this this team will put you in a, a, a quick conundrum 
And uh, so I, I just I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of out on the Charlotte Hornets right now, especially going into Miami. If you know Jimmy, if all these guys sit for Miami, um, and I, I think you just go for the cheap guys. I, you know, I think you get, get with the Martin twins, maybe play a little bit of this McDaniel's kid. Uh, but that's about it. Uh, Dwayne Bacon, you know, they they brought him back up from the G League. He was smashing in the G League, by the way. I mean, just went on a tear, 40, 50 points a game. Um, but I don't think he's going to get enough minutes right now, so I don't think you can play him. But that's just kind of where I am with Charlotte. Um, I, I don't want to play these expensive guys anymore this year. Yeah, the thing about, like, Dwayne Bacon is, like, you really, if you want to, you could roll the dice on a guy like Dwayne Bacon because I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know what they're going to do minutes-wise with this team the rest of the year. Um, and I don't think exactly. Will's going to try to either. So I think if you want to roll the dice on like a you know cheaper value like punt type of play, like do it. Like I'm not going to talk you out of it. Like do it. Like do your thing. Um I I've been playing Cody Martin a lot. Like I know he's not like great, but the nights that he gets like eight to ten actual points, like he has twenty five plus point upside because he is going to get rebounds. He is going to get assists. They want to play in minutes. It's just in this matchup, it's a really tough matchup. And the the only reason I would have interest here is if Jimmy Butler sits. Um, yes, it's really hard for me not to want to cross this game off if everybody's healthy. But there's just so many question marks on the Miami side that, like, if Butler starts to sit, like, I think Devontae Graham I talked about him a lot the other day. Hope you guys listened and played him on Fanduel because he was too cheap. Um, yeah, it, it's just I think that. It was really disappointing for Charlotte the other night to pull P.J. Washington's minutes. I know he got in foul trouble, but he's young. Let him get that sixth foul. Like, let him play the minutes and, like, let him develop. Um, Foul trouble for him the other night was very frustrating. I was very high on him. Played him a bunch. Me too. I played him over Ibaka. That's how how good I felt about it. I I played zero Ibaka on FanDuel. It was a smash spot. Yeah, my least favorite word in the world, but it was it was an amazing spot. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, um, he could easily get his minutes back here again. Like I don't, I only really have interest in Charlotte if I can start getting some exposure to these Miami guys. If Butler ends up sitting, um, if Butler plays, I hate trying to even think about crossing off a game um, on you know, a six game slate, but it's hard not to want to cross this game over like off um, Miami side. Again, Butler's questionable. Nuns questionable. Heroes questionable. If these guys sit, we could see big minutes from Gordon Drogic. We could see big minutes from Duncan Robinson, bam against Charlotte. Um, if this game Ooh. stays close, Charlotte's terrible against bigs. We all know this. It's no secret at this time of the year. So I would expect that we see pretty decent ownership on Bam in this spot if Butler doesn't play because we all think that this game would stay a lot closer um, if Butler were to sit. So, Will, talk to me about Miami here. Yeah, I mean, I think if Butler sits, man, Drogic and uh, and Bam are just – I think they're going to be in play. I'm not as interested in Duncan Robinson or DK. I mean, I know he's been kind of just going nuclear here the past, you know, three or four games, three games in terms of, you know, his production because he's been scoring 20-plus real points. 
And I, I mean, I still think he would be fine. I just think at 6K, I don't think I have to spend that on him. Um, on FanDuel, however, you know, Butler sits. I mean, you're going to get Drogic 5,100. Uh, you'll get Duncan Robinson 49, Bam at 85. I think those three guys, even though Charlotte plays at a, a, a slower pace or one of the slowest paces in the league. Both of these I teams. Still, yeah, I just still think because of the lack of bodies, th- those three guys would have tons of profit potential um, and, and should give us the production we're looking for. So um, those would be the guys I would look at. On DK, probably just Bam and Drogic. I know Crowder will be back. And honestly, on DK and FanDuel, I think if Crowder comes back, no minutes restriction, uh, which he shouldn't have one, he's definitely on the list for sure. Like, he, he would be a fantastic play. Uh, he's 4,300 on FanDuel, a little bit cheaper. I mean, he, he, he could drop 30, 40 easy here. If Butler sits. It just might yes. be really – Well, to me, Butler and none. If they both sit, I think those three, four guys are almost auto plays. Um, so, I guess we should have mentioned that Bismack Biombo was supposed to back up uh, Cody Zeller for the next five to seven games, and then Biombo ended up playing like 34 minutes the other night. I, I just wanted to mention that really quick. Um, so much for the backup. Like – these rotations for Charlotte, they're so unpredictable. They really are. Um, Can we just go out? So, so let's get this elephant out of the room, Stevie. And I promise I'll skip a game or something. I got one that I know I'm not interested in. Can we just go out and hire Kenny Atkinson right now? Like, can we just give him the team for the next, you know, 12 to 14 games? And then go, go into training camp with the guy we trust. Listen, nothing against Coach Borrego. I think he's been fine, but man, let let let's get somebody that's going to turn this thing around. Jeez, all right, I'm done. No, it's not even that. It's just like I I don't mind if your rotations are unpredictable if you're letting the young guys play, but like that's not even the case with this team. Like, I uh, I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. Um, at least when the Magic were like doing this kind of crap, like yes, it's crap to me. Um, at least they were playing the young guys and letting the young guys yeah. develop, like. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me that you know you're going to lose games and you're not letting young your young talented players develop. So yeah, and we finished too well to get a top three pick. <laughs> Jesus, man! Oh, uh, Knicks and Hawks, two thirty yes. total here. Atlanta favored by four in this game. It's a back to back for New York, so we really don't know any injury news on this one, whether or not people are going to sit or not. Um. I didn't see any reports anywhere of anybody getting hurt or anything like that. Um, and then on the Atlanta side, Bembry's out, Capella's out, uh, Trevion Graham is out. Um, yeah, I know, I know Graham makes a huge difference, but really 15 minutes a night is a difference. Um, Labassi is out. Uh, everybody else is either probable or ready to go. Uh, let's start here with New York. It is a back-to-back. Uh, good matchup for New York going up against this team. Uh, what's your thoughts here when it comes to the Knicks? Well, first of all, I, I talked about how Julius Randle just destroyed any hopes that I had of, you know, some form of a major takedown tonight, especially in the single entry stuff. Uh, however, I'm going right back to the well. No way I don't play Julius Randle in this spot against Atlanta. Um, wash, Ritz, repeat. Uh, that That's the approach I'm going to take here. They're playing the Hawks. I like R.J. Barrett. I, I, I like R.J. a little bit tonight against Washington. Uh, over 30 fantasy points. A spot against Atlanta should be something similar. Frankie Nicotine, 
was able to put up a pretty fantastic performance tonight. I mean, 43 fantasy, 43 to have DK points. My goodness, uh, I will not be playing Frankie Nicotine uh, today. I'm not sure what's going on with with Elf, and I mean, he only played 18 minutes. It looks like he had a little bit of foul trouble, but uh, you know, so. But but either way, I'm not playing Frankie Nicotine. I still like Peyton, um, but Julius Randle. And R.J. Barrett at the top of my list here for this team. Two guys that I think could really, really be slate breakers if uh, if given opportunity. I don't mind Mitchell Robinson as a tournament flyer. Uh, Bobby Porter's kind of had a big first half and kind of slowed down. Randall and R.J., those are my two targets. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as Elf goes, I hate that he only played 18 minutes, but it was it was really a lot to do with foul trouble, so – I think Peyton, like, he, he should be the freshest one here. Like, he was in foul trouble. He should be right back out there playing big minutes here against Atlanta. I like him a lot for tournaments. I'm with you on Julius Randle. I played him on both Vandal and DraftKings um, on Tuesday. So, I definitely want to get back um, some Julius Randle um, money here. Like, he owes me uh, for this one for sure. So, um Outside of that, like, you know, DSJ came back, didn't really make an impact. Um, you know, Nit Lakina, like you said, big, big game. Um, you know, well, if he wasn't 3,200, I would just write it off. I'll say that. Like, if he wasn't so <laughs> cheap, I would just write it off. I get but it. I will I, say, I totally like, he benefited a lot from Elf Payton beating in foul trouble. Yes, absolutely. So, I, I want to be with you, Will. But, like, if I end up playing, like, multiple teams, like, if you're running 150 entry max and you're max centering this and you're playing Elf, you throw in Frank Nicolakina in a group on, on Rotor Grinders HQ, you make sure you don't play them two together, and you just kind of hedge yourself. That's all. You're just, you know, hedging yourself. Did Elf lose some minutes? Um, you know, just, you know, living that hedge life. Um, baseball's yeah, coming. Then- and then get ready for Alonzo Trier to drop 50. Yeah, exactly. I'm just, I'm so, just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying, like, you know, Living anybody that's line. new, anybody that's new to the podcast, baseball's right around the corner. So you got to get yes. used to me talking some hedge life already. So, um, you know, that's all. So, but yeah, man, I, I think I'm finally officially done with the Mitchell Robinson um, love and train. Um, talk about a guy that like I just never ever ever get right it's him um I don't mind taking some tournament shots here but I, I don't I don't really love the Knicks in this game I love Peyton and Randall <laughs> yeah couple players that's it like RJ Barrett if they let him play 30 minutes he he could definitely go 6x plus here but you never know what his minutes are going to be too so um, on the Atlanta side of things, you know, really not much going on here. I think that, um, you know, Cam Reddish is at 4,900 against the Knicks very much in play here. Um, Hunter, Hunter and Reddish, Atlanta gets it. They're letting the young guys play. Will. Uh, Atlanta gets it. Um, I love the fact that these two guys are going to play, you know, 35 plus minutes in this game at their price points. Yeah, absolutely, man. And that's the thing, you know, trying to pinpoint. Usually I don't make a decision on these guys until I kind of get get this chart, get the first look, 
and kind of look at it and see, you know, which one I feel has the most is in the most advantageous situation. So, but either way, one of these guys yet again, Stevie, is going to crush. And if I mean, if you just look at the for all you game log watchers, just pull up their game logs, you know, and one of them is crushing every other day. And you just, if you can nail which one, you can earn a lot of money over the course of the rest of this season. So, um, but yeah, one of those guys, and then John Collins. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not playing John Collins at 9,100. Just not doing it. Um, X button. I can, I can almost tell you right now he's going to be my non-6X player of the day. Sorry if I <laughs> gave it out too early. But uh, 9,100 John Collins, no way Jose. Um, well, and well, I was our- killing the anticipation on the show today. <laughs> um, just, just blowing uh, it up on me over here now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, man. But, I mean, Trey's still in play. 10-4. Uh, I've seen Trey play in a 30-point blowout and get to 60 from from 30 points to 60 points in the fourth quarter with like eight minutes left. So I'm – and I don't know why they do this, but they've done it. They've done it several times this year. I remember there was a Martin Luther King slate, and they were playing Toronto. And, I mean, they were down big in the fourth, and they just let Trey run wild. In about five to eight minutes, the kid put up about 25 to 30 fantasy points. I mean, with ease. So – uh, I don't. I don't mind Trey Young really on any slate, especially not against the Knicks. So, I mentioned um, I mentioned Travion Graham because, like, like I, I do think it makes a little bit of a difference here to try to guess where those fifteen minutes are going to go. Don't you My say best... Vince Carter? No, 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 no. I was going to say like oh, I boy. could see. Like Trevion Graham plays with the second unit, and he doesn't play a ton of minutes in general. Um, but I could see them kind of working the rotation a little bit where, like, they check Herder out a little early and Jeff Teague comes in a little early. And, like, Jeff Teague maybe plays an extra five minutes. And, you know, I don't even know, like, how does Herder play more minutes than he's already playing? The guy is playing 35 to 38 minutes a night. You know, maybe Reddish, maybe Hunter play more. You know, we're probably not going to get a double overtime game like the other night. But, um well, I, I just – maybe it's Jeff Teague at 3,500. I don't think that's the craziest play on the slate. Um, or, or they could give Brandon Goodwin an extra 10 minutes. Maybe. He's just not very good, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. We got – um, What's that? I said, oh, goody. Here we go. Yeah, I agree. Life today is kind of a lot. It forces us to always be on, but every now and then it's important to just stop and crack open a mountain cold Coors Light and chill. So when you choose to turn off, choose the one beer that's made to chill. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment made to chill. These days, everything is go, go, go. Nonstop hustle has taken over, and it's kind of a lot. There's work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on all the time. If the pace of things is wearing you down, take a moment, pause, refresh yourself. You need a moment to turn off for a little bit, you know, maybe scrolling online, watching some basketball, drinking some, you know, good old beer, watching some golf or playing some golf. we got the Players' Championship this weekend. And when you choose to turn off, reach for the one beer that's made to chill. Hey, like me, I'm, I'm looking at the players. We got an Atlanta race this weekend. We got NBA in full swing right now, trying to hope the Magic, you know, get that playoff spot. So, you know, I'm, I'm always drinking me some Coors Lights. Um, but, yeah, that's why I choose Coors Light. That's the one beer and, you know, 
it's when it's a moment to chill. Always like me um, some Coors Light. So, so when you want to reset, reach for the one beer that's made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Speaking of Golden, Colorado, Denver at Dallas. Uh, no total in this game. It's back to back for Dallas. Denver is good to go health wise, but this could be a mess. Will um, you know? We know Seth Curry missed Tuesday's game. Um, you know Brunson. He was working out, um, you know, a little bit. Um, he's getting close to returning here. But, you know, you look at this team. Willie Cauley-Stein's banged up. Michael Kidd-Grillkiss is banged up. Luca was questionable all day. They've been very careful with Porzingis on a back-to-back. If Luca and Porzingis end up sitting, like, this game could get ugly quick. Um, let's start here with Denver. Anything standing out to you for the Nuggets? That be that would be a negative. Uh, I'm I'm really not too interested in Denver at the moment. Um, I I do think the pace of this game is going to be okay. I will plug this in. Let me plug this in. Gary Harris has really improved his fantasy production over the past six or seven games. Um, so at 4,500, I don't hate it. Um, I, I don't really want to play anybody else though, and I'm I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, not really much interest in anybody else. Yeah, like Gary Harris is cheap. Um, Jeremy Grant is 4,600. Um, if some of these guys start getting ruled out, like he could be a cheap play that has a little bit of upside here. Um, I don't hate Jamal Murray on a on a six-game slate. I, I don't even hate Jokic on a six-game slate because it doesn't feel like, you know, outside of like Trey Young, uh, if Embiid sits and stuff like we don't have like a lot of like straight studs on this slate, you know, we are about to talk, you know, the next game uh, about like Chris Paul and those guys. And like, obviously they're studs. I don't want to like make it seem like they're not studs, but like, yeah, it, you know, Denver is obviously it, it's a tough spot to really trust um, because if it does get a blowout, are they going to take Millsap off? Are they going to take, you know, Harris off? Like assuming, or just saying like, if, if we were to get news that like Porzingis and Luca were going to sit on the second end of the back-to-back. So, um, you know, as far as like that, like on the second end of the back-to-back, like Luca played 36 minutes, Porzingis played 38 minutes. Um, they lost to the Spurs. Like it was a pretty close game until the very end. Let's talk Dallas here. It's, it's extremely hard to break this team down night before, because we really don't know if these guys are going to sit or not. Um, if everybody plays, this game is a game that I would stack. I wouldn't have an issue with that, like playing Luka, playing Jokic, you know, playing Murray, those guys. If Luka and Porzingis sits, like, we're looking at guys like Dillion Wright. We're looking at, you know, guys like, you know, Tim Hardaway, uh, Maxi, like, Finney Smith, like, <laughs> Courtney Lee. Like, it, it could get ugly quick here, Will. A- absolutely, man. I – I mean, it's it's very interesting. Here's what I'm going to go off of, though. I feel confident Porzingis is going to sit tomorrow or sit sit for this game. I mean, he hasn't really played any back-to-backs, I don't think, all year. Maybe one, maybe. And I don't think he played that one. Um, so I, I'm really anticipating him sitting. So Maxie's probably, you know, going to be a good play. You know, Finney Smith may, may end up being a really good play if he can get some minutes, um, especially if uh, – well, Tim Hardaway, he, he's back now. I just 
I think he's going to sit, man. You know, we should have some value here. Um, DeLon Wright may pick up a few extra minutes. Um, and then Luca will probably, I mean, just be pretty much the top play on the board at that point. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at, man. Kind of, kind of waiting on that. But I, I think Porzingis is going to sit, which means Maxi Cleaver is really going to be a serious consideration along with Luca. Yeah, he, I hate saying this, but like, a night before podcast on a team that's on a back-to-back with Dallas, like you're really going to have to wait till the news comes out on this one and kind of just react to it um, because it, it's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, Utah at OKC, no total in this game, which I thought was kind of weird um, because we really didn't see anything like, you know, SGA they, is probably. they've already said he's playing, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they've so said he's playing. I thought, I thought not having a total in this game was kind of weird, but um Let's start here with the Utah side. Well, we're looking at this game as a whole here. We get, you know, Utah team that's 28th in pace um, over the last month. The Thunder team that's 20th in pace over the last month. A Utah team that over the last month has been a little bit worse defensively at 22nd uh, defensive efficiency. But, you know, a, a Thunder team that has been top 15 pretty much all season. Slower pace game, decent defenses. Uh, what do you like here for Utah? Well, I mean, man, I've been kind of talking about this guy. I feel like every slate, and he's really not disappointing for the price. About the only guy I want to play is Mike Conley. Uh, outside of him, I don't really have much interest in the Utah Jazz. Uh, you know, I don't hate the price on Donovan Mitchell, but I don't feel like I need him to win a GPP unless he gets 40-plus. Um, you know, I, I don't hate Rudy Gobert, but – he just hasn't been been getting it done with, with this team pretty much at full strength. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of out on these guys, man. Unless it's going to be Mike Conley, I, I won't have a single Utah Jazz player in my lineup. Yeah, like, man, again, it's a six-game slate. I could see a game stack of this turn, this team winning a tournament. Like, I could see this being a super competitive game. It might be a contrarian build uh, because, like, the thing is, Will, when I'm looking at this slate as a whole, right, I'm looking at the prices of this game stack. It's so, so doable. Chris Paul is 76, Gobert is 75, Mitchell 73, SGA 63, Gallinari is 59, SGA or Schroeder is 62, like, Mike Conley is 55. Like, you could legit get a three, four, five man game stack from this game. It be a little contrarian. This game be competitive. Go overtime. I'm not projecting overtime. I'm just saying, like, a competitive game and, and like, just absolutely crush and, and not have to use all your salary cap so you could get what you want in other games. So, this game standing out to me. I really like the New Orleans-Sacramento game. It's my favorite game on the slate. It's the next game we're going to break down. But I think this one is kind of sneaky as just overall game stack, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I like Chris Paul by himself, Donovan Mitchell by himself. I like the appeal and the tournament upside of stacking this game. I don't like playing one-offs. Like, I'm probably not going to have a lot of Rudy Gobert by himself. But in a game stack, like, I could throw Rudy Gobert against Steven Adams here, and they both, you know, hit value in this game because they have to play against each other, and Adams will actually finally get some minutes. So, 
sneaky. I, I really do think it's sneaky. Um, you know, like Donovan Mitchell's averaging 46 fantasy points in two meetings against this team this season. Chris Paul's around like 39. Um, there was one other person that I looked up before we got started. Uh, I think it was SGA is averaging like a fantasy point per minute. So a bunch of different ways to stack this game. And I just think, like I said, um, it, is, it should be a really contrarian game stack and you can get exposure to these other games, especially the next game we're going to talk about. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, I do like Chris Paul quite a bit at 7,600. Um, I just think it's a fair price for the upside he's been giving us. Um, Dennis Schroeder's back up over 6K now, so I'm not as interested in him. SGA 6,300, the difference in price isn't much. Um, so if I had to choose between the two of those guys, I think I'd just go SGA. Steven Adams, I do really like the price on him. I just wish he was playing 30 minutes. Um, but on this slate, I wouldn't mind rolling the dice on Steven Adams, at, you know, and, and hoping that I get upside game from him, hoping he hits 28 to 32 minutes for 5,600. And then also Nerlens Noel, I think he's kind of a tournament guy for me today. If he's going to get 20 minutes or so, uh, at, at 3,400, he could really essentially put up 25 to 30 fantasy points. If he's, you know, kind of gets the blocks going, get, gets a few rebounds, gets a few putbacks. So he's a guy I've kind of got on my list in terms of just pure value. Um, kind of a just, you know, kind of a, you know, bottom of the barrel crapper that we may be able to uh, throw in our builds. We're finishing out, Will. New Orleans at Sacramento, 235 total. New Orleans fair by one and a half in this game. Miller and Reddick are still out. Bagley's still out on the Sacramento side. Um, I, I kind of already hinted at it. It's it's a game that I really, really like uh, for all the right reasons. Uh, Will, let, let's start here with the Sacramento – or the New Orleans side of things. Um, standalone eight, eight – like late game, like – if you're, if you're sweating a tournament or something, you better have some exposure to this one. So guess what? We're going to start with a guy that I don't think anybody probably assumed we're going to start with, and that's Mr. Nicolo Melli. Uh, getting, you know, 20-plus minutes here the past three games. Uh, most games he's getting over 20 minutes, 3,700. I, I think this is a great value on him. You know, I talked about Nerlens Noel. Mr. Melly is probably one of my favorite value plays on the slate or, or cheap guys on the slate. Like Lonzo, I'm, I'm not as interested in Drew. I know Drew has kind of been going nuts here, but I still don't feel comfortable playing Drew over 8K with this team up close to, close to full health. I mean, I know J.J.'s out and stuff like that, but I'd much rather kind of pass on him. Um, I feel like Lonzo, even though he hasn't really shown it, Every game, I feel like Lonzo's been just incredibly consistent here, man, the past 10 to 15 games or so. So I, I just take the discount and play Lonzo. Uh, and then, I, you know, I like Zion here as well. Seventy. I don't like the price as much, but on this slate, I'd be willing to roll the dice with Zion and let's see if we can get a 45-point game out of him. But my highlight, the guy I want to highlight here, man, Nicolo Melli, 3,700. I think this has got 25 to 30 fantasy points written, it all, written all over for him. You see, I like um, I, I like the Melly call. I, I think Ingram is a little overpriced, but I actually kind of like the matchup overall for him. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue my love for Lonzo Ball right now. Like he's playing really good basketball, and like we don't we don't want to like give in to the fact that like we're paying this price for Lonzo Ball because 
he he's let us down so much at cheaper price tags. But like seventy nine hundred for a guy that has gone over forty fantasy points in five of the last six games, and the one that he didn't, he put up thirty eight. Like it's a six game slate. Raw points are going to matter a little bit here on this slate. So, um, I, I like Zion too. Uh, again, it just kind of goes back to what I was just saying. Like raw points matter on a on a slate like this. So, um. A bunch of different ways to approach like this game as a whole, um, which always kind of makes it, you know, fun and entertaining um, DFS wise. So we'll um, let's go to the Sacramento side. If we're liking these New Orleans guys, um, you know, Fox is 7,800, but everybody else on this team is under 6k. Um, <laughs> the Pelicans, I will say, Ever since Zion has joined this team, the Pelicans rank inside the top 10 as far as defensive efficiency, which is kind of interesting because they were, you know, outside – they were in the bottom 10 um, before he started playing. You know, let's let's talk about Sacramento, Will. What do we like here? Uh, almost the whole team, including Fox. I mean, I mean, if you've got Fox, I mean, man, the possibilities are endless. I think this is a spot you may be able to play Buddy Heald and Bogdanovich together. Um, I still like Harry Barnes. I've kind of been talking about him. You know, if you need a guy that's steady, consistent, especially on a late-game slate or just whatever, I mean, a guy that's got 30 to 40-point upside for 5K playing 35 to 38 minutes, um, you know, he, he's a guy I still want to incorporate into uh, my bills. I wish I wish Harry Giles was still playing 25 to 30 minutes, but can't play him anymore. But Fox, Heald, Bogdanovich, Harrison Barnes, those would be my four guys. I know Kent Bazemore kind of squeezes in minutes, um, you know, 25 to 30 minutes. We don't know when it's going to come. This could be a good game for him as well. Uh, but I, I would still rather play Harrison Barnes over Kent Bazemore. Bloody he revenge, right? Like – Right. <laughs> Mr. Oklahoma himself. Man, I I wish he was playing more. I really do. Um, I really wish he was playing more, Will, but um, I think Buddy Heald is an excellent tournament play. He's gone over 30 fantasy points in three of the last four games at 5,400. Like, give me 6X. Yeah. I'm good with that. Exactly. Like, the last time these two teams played, he played 39 minutes and put up 47 fantasy points. So – um he played a lot they they were letting him play that revenge narrative um yeah like I, I like fox um obviously this is a nice pace up spot for sacramento so getting exposure to healed getting exposure to barnes um it sounds like holmes um you know he he played that back-to-back with like 19 minutes um i was reading a thing that like he could see a little bit of a bump um in minutes here I wish he was a little bit cheaper, Will. Uh, like, I don't want to play 22 minutes out of Rashard Holmes at 5K. If he was like 4,500, if he was 4K, maybe. But I don't know if I want to go. I don't know if I want to go too crazy um, <laughs> with this slate. So yeah, don't don't go all crazy, man. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, you know. Jabari Parker is not on the injury report anymore, but um, <laughs> all right, let's play the more let's play the morning grind game, and then I'm gonna go celebrate my birthday um, in style by going to sleep, waking up for my birthday. Um, all right, well, give me your favorite play under five k to seven x. Um, well, I have someone that I want to use, 
but I don't think I can use them based on the situation. Uh, so, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Give me Maxi Cleaver, man. I, I think I think Porzingis sits this game. I'm going Maxi at 4600. Yeah, I like that call. Um, I know this shocks everybody, but give me Cam Reddish. <laughs> I know it shocks everyone. Uh, over 8K to under 5X. We don't have a ton of options up there today, and you can't pick Porzingis. I'm I'm making a rule. Um, yes, of course not. What do you What do you got for me today? No surprise here, folks. John Collins, ninety one hundred. I will not be playing John Collins today at that price. All right. Now, can I take um, Porzingis? <laughs> <laughs> can I take Luca? <laughs> hey, you, you. I actually think Luca plays here. I really do. Um, you know what? I don't love Drew. Give me, give me Drew. Oh, I like that call. I like that call. Uh, favorite 6X play, Will, what's standing out to you today? Who's getting 6X? Well, you know, this is another one, man, where I wish I knew for sure uh, that, that we would get some news here. I'm going to go out on a limb again. Give me Josh Richardson, man. I know he's a little cheaper, but I, I, I'm just going to assume Embiid isn't going to play. I, I like Richardson here in this spot against Detroit. I like that one a lot. Um, I'm with you on that one. I I, I don't know if he plays either. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to – I'm just going to stay crazy here. Like I just have a, a really strong feeling about this guy right now and the, the type of basketball he's playing. Give me Alonzo Ball um, to go 6X on this slate. I like it. Uh, let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Listen – this is another one where this could go really well or really bad. I'm going to stay in this New York Knicks game. Give me Bobby Portis at 4,200. Well, we know you're going to either get right with Randall or, you know, Bobby Portis. But... <laughs> or they could both just go ham for me. Let's... There you go. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with Elf Payton. I think his price went up after burning people um, on Tuesday. I think Elf Payton's going to be pretty low on here. I could be wrong, uh, but um, I'm going to go with Elf Payton. All right, Will, finish this out here. Give me a game selection. Uh, what's standing out to you? Cash games, tournaments, uh, what do you got? FanDuel, DraftKings, doesn't matter. Well, you know, I like to stick with FanDuel just because that's kind of my main site. I'm always going to – until the single-entry series goes away, I'm just going to keep plugging that, man. Like, you, you need to get in it. Uh, you need to play in it. It's just – it's one of the best tournaments out there, in, in my in my opinion. Um, and then outside of that, man, uh, I think that this layup – and I know I kind of talked about the layup on FanDuel at 999, especially for those of you that want to multi-enter. A little bit smaller fields, paying out to 23% of the field. First place is 20% of the, the prize pool. I know it feels good to chase down the 100K. Like, I, I, I know, man, it feels good. I know you don't want to miss out, and I, I totally get it. But you've got a much smaller field. I mean, if, look at this field, man. For You know, the $7.77 one is 61,285 entries. You could take that, spend a little bit extra if you're maxing or paying 20 lineups, 30, 40, whatever, and give and improve your odds significantly. And uh, if your lineup is ever so slightly better than everyone else, you're going to walk away with a cool ten thousand dollars. So 
I, I know it feels good to hit that 100K, man, but having a much smaller field and still being able to max center, I, I love this layup. All right. Um, I talk about these contests all the time. Um, I do think it's a different way just to have some fun um, at this point of the season. I'm going to go with the tiers contest over there on DraftKings. They have a $3 if you want to dip your toes in it. $3 three-entry max, um, the hot shot. Someone's going to turn $9 if you do, and they're all three, into 500 bucks over there. I like these tournaments, Will. They pay out 22%. Top 10 is 32%. It's, the structure is really solid, and it just it's different. It's so different um, when you're looking at these tiers contests. Like, look, at the, look at the edge right here. Tier 1, Luka, Trey Young, Jokic. If Porzingis sits and Luca plays, ba-boom, simple, done. Um, yeah. If Luca and Porzingis both sit, Trey Young over Jokic, done. Like, you know, there, there, is, there is the edge right there because if Luca sits, that game could blow out and Jokic – if Luca and Porzingis sit, that game could blow out and, like, Jokic might not play a full allotted minutes. Just take Trey Young. People are going to play Jokic still. So, like, you, there's your edge right there, right off the top of the bat. Like, tier two, Porzingis is in that tier. Tobias Harris is in that tier. Is Embiid playing? Like, there, there's just – there's so much edge um, in, in these in these tiers contests. Tier three is probably my favorite already at first look. People are going to flock to Zion Williamson, which is completely fine. I, I don't hate it. But Christian Wood has been an absolute beast. And if Embiid sits, give me Christian Wood to be different in that tier. Um, Will, there's just so many different ways to be different with these tiers contests. If you're if you're at that point of the season where you need a little bit of change, check out the tiers contest over there on DraftKings. Will, send us home with your favorite over, under, against the spread. We only have a couple, so um, you don't have to go crazy here. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to go with the one I have. I mean, probably our favorite game of the night. We got New Orleans-Sacramento 235. I think I'm going to take the over on this one, man. I've just seen enough of these Pelicans games to know that both teams scoring over 220 is, is, is definitely in the cards. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go with New Orleans and, at Sacramento. I'm going to take the over, man. I actually think it's going to go over 240. That was mine, too. Um, I like the over in that one too. I got my sharp side, um, lock bets, uh, up to, to four. Now I got Boston minus two yesterday. They covered barely. Yes. Um, so got my streak up to four. I was seeing like, the only reason that I might not lock this in is because I want to see that Detroit Philly line, um, a little bit just to see like if they think Embiid's going to play or not and how that line kind of moves and stuff. So. I'm not going to lock this in the night before, but it's definitely my favorite bet that we have in front of us right now. So make sure you guys are checking out SharpSide. Win money for free over there on the SharpSide app. Uh, love what they're doing over there. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, no, man. I, this is a, I think this is a good slate. You know, uh, be wise with your, uh, your bankroll. And uh, let, let's make it to baseball season. We're almost there, folks. Almost there. All right, that's going to wrap us up here for Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more hoops. Um, Hope everyone has an awesome day. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.